0: Hello everyone. Welcome. Unjani Again I Karibuni Sana. I'm your host Sabina. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Good Grief Podcast. Where today I speak a bit further about vulnerability, that word that we love to run away from, especially when we're dealing with loss and grief. So, Karibuni Sana on today's episode. If you're new here, Karibu, if you are a continuing listener, you are also very welcome. And please bring along other people so that we can tackle this together. So today's episode, like I mentioned, I just want to speak pretty much off the top of my head. I made go <laughs> a bit off tangent, but bear with me. I promise you, there you know there are lots of nuggets of wisdom. So just you know, come with me. So today, I was listen- I was actually listening to a podcast about uh, growth and vulnerability by the very famous Brene Brown and I was just marveling at how the wisdom that she pours about vulnerability and how she has mentioned that vulnerability is the very birthplace of everything that we desire in life and I found that very interesting because as I was reading one of my favorite books which is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl i thought about my own journey and today in the spirit of thanksgiving i choose to celebrate my journey i choose to celebrate how far i've come by the way my american listeners especially uh, happy thanksgiving for the rest of the world who doesn't celebrate or who don't celebrate thanksgiving you know uh, <laughs> happy gratitude day I suppose but the point I'm trying to make here is that Viktor Frankl basically has chronicled you know what suffering and meaning mean especially to people who are facing adversity in their lives now of course we can't compare the holocaustic experience to that of our grief and loss journey except there are instances where they can be somewhat interconnected but the point is there's a there's a quote that he spoke about and i'm going to read it it's a very short sentence and then i'll expand on it he said suffering in and of itself is meaningless we give our suffering meaning by the way in which we respond to it so any person who's read this book or the people that i'm encouraging to go and read this book um This author, Viktor Frankl, is basically speaking about the importance of choice. In my previous episode, which I would suggest you go and listen to, I spoke about the power of intentionality, um, which fuels our need for us to be able to stay defiant during our grief journey. And when I say defiance, I never meant it in a negative way. What I meant by defiance is there's a certain level of commitment needed In order for you to stay on course, in order for you to keep moving and keep breathing and keep laughing and keep, you know, kind of flowing with the waves and not resist the process of grief. So this particular um, quote has just brought me to a place where I was thinking, like I said earlier on, about my own journey. And the reason why I thought about my journey today is because for the first time in very very many months more than a year and a half I actually was able to walk completely through a track course where I wasn't able to do that before so let me explain a little bit further I had this habit of speaking to Baba Sabina a lot when I would walk on this particular track and after his demise I couldn't for a very long time. I would always walk maybe just a couple of feet and then or yards. And then, you know, the, the weight of grief would kind of stop me from continuing my steps or my run. And so I would come back to the house. But today, I actually realized that the small steps, the small few meters that I had been making over the couple of months... I realized that they actually counted for something and eventually i was able to go the entire course how exciting is that it's very exciting but there is something that i thought about also as I was walking this course, I remembered like I mentioned earlier, I was listening to the podcast and in this podcast it had been said by this speaker. His name is Sadhguru, and Sadhguru said something that has stuck with me and it actually has become something that I remind myself every single day. He said pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. And when he said that actually <laughs> I thought that it's actually very easy to mistake that as somebody being dismissive of your pain when somebody says oh you're choosing to suffer but then when i thought about my own personal journey because this is the journey that can authoritatively speak about i remember that there is a lot of truth when he says that pain is inevitable we're not in control of when we are going to leave this earth and transition neither are we in control of when the people that we love transition what we are in control of is our response to their physical absence in our lives we always have that ability to be able to determine what their absence will mean in our lives this is where I insist that Viktor Frankl's uh, theory that it is very possible to find meaning even in adversity comes in and I'm so grateful that through reading books like victor franco's book i keep getting the confirmation that it is indeed possible to be able to create a meaningful life way after love in the way that we knew it existed and this is what inspired today's podcast i hope i'm making sense so why am i speaking about vulnerability i'm speaking about vulnerability because our typical reaction in society to vulnerability is we tend to want to run away from pain we tend to want to move the farthest we can from things that make us uncomfortable we tend to want to numb the pain this is where things like addictions to alcohol and gaming and all these destructive vices come in and it is typically not coming from a place of you know the intention to destroy ourselves but there is a subconscious intention that we come into agreement with because we simply just don't want to sit and say, I am in pain or I am hurt and I am going through a difficult phase in my life. This type of thinking, and by this type I mean this type of redundant thinking, this type of you know regressive thinking when it comes to our pain, actually doesn't do anything for us. If anything, this is how we prolong our suffering. If you're going through the loss of a loved one like i am then you know very well how difficult it is for you to even be able to wake up and breathe or wake up and say i have to go and shower or you know i have to go and eat a meal and all those things become even more difficult if the relationship you have with the person that has transitioned was a profound relationship so in my case this is my father and i cannot underestimate the Intensity surrounding the loss of a loved one, and I also know what it means to be put in a place of complete and utter shock and fear. And so, today, when I was on my run, I actually was thinking about just how strong I believe I have become. And for me, you know, it's a very big deal that I was able to cover the entire track and not feel the feelings of fear that i felt a couple of months ago and i celebrate that i'm so thankful for that because um in my book and in my mind and in my spirit i believe that uh, my dad is with me and he basically is sending me the messages that he's always there with me and if anything he would want me to run the entire track and just be as if he's still there because he still is he just isn't here physically but I acknowledge fully that not everybody has the capability to be able to get to the place that I am at and so today I figured how can I be able to encourage someone out there who is finding it difficult to move from the place of the deep intimacy of grief and how grippling and how it can essentially cripple your entire existence and you know help you to move to a place where you can see a ray of sunshine you don't have to see the entire sunlight you don't have to see the entire rainbow but you definitely can see the colors somewhere in the sky and so today i insisted that i have to record this topic about vulnerability my message is very simple today vulnerability doesn't make you weak the days when you find it hard to even pick up a phone call or you find it hard to simply wake up and go and take a shower, which, of course, I would advise you to. (laughs) Yay! Uh, Or the days that you find it difficult to join people when they're singing because singing reminds you of just how empty your soul feels and how deep that hole in your heart is. On the days when people being around you makes you feel like you want to drown and just (laughs) shut off their voices so that you can stay in your bubble i hope that my little few steps of progress give you the hope that one time at a time if you allow it that rainbow will come through i promise you this it will come through i also want to be sensitive to The perception that just because you're starting to see the rainbow means that you somewhat have reached the end, so to speak, of grieving. Because one thing that I've also come into acceptance with is the fact that there is no end to grief. And I want to speak a little bit more because today I am getting vulnerable. I'm just opening up a little bit so that you can be able to understand my journey and what it's been like. It's been really difficult... To navigate my new normal and i think i've spoken about this in my previous podcast so if you're new please go back and listen and share it with other people as well don't let people drown by themselves let them know that they're not walking this journey of loss alone come on now you know anyway when i think about the amount of fear the amount of psychological paralysis literally that i had been feeling for an entire year and just how difficult it was to do very basic things and how I was reliant upon people who showed up and they were intentional about walking with me I am so grateful I am so so grateful for the few people there are few by the way did I mention that the people who walk with you when you're in pain are very few I don't think I'll mention this enough so I'll say it again that is basically Swahili to mean it's very few people but there are very few people you can count them probably on one hand who will deliberately show up for you and say I'm gonna walk with you through this and you know if you have those kind of people in your life I suggest that you literally start jumping up and down right now and thank your ancestors thank the sky thank the leaves whichever deity that you pray to thank them it her she I don't care the point is be grateful and be appreciative of those people because On the days that you literally are feeling heavy and you have somebody remind you that you don't have to carry that weight alone that in and of itself is one of the greatest gifts that you can ever receive but most importantly it's one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself when you allow other people to give you the opportunity to showcase compassion to yourself so when you allow people to love on you you're actually showing compassion to yourself So today I celebrate the gift of compassion given to me by people who were intentional with me when I was at my weakest. And in fact today I was thinking about a, uh, a friend that has become a really good friend in my life and how intentional this person has been in the small things, not just maybe calling, although we appreciate calling, But I do believe that when when a person is in darkness, one of the best things you can do is simple. Just show up. Show up for the person. And through your actions, let them know that you are there. You know, of course, the people that support you, by the way, I want to speak to the grieving people. When people choose to support you, these people are not therapists. So I think it's important to remember to reduce your expectation around, you know, what they're willing to do for you and how much listening they can do because they probably um, are also interacting with grief at a personal level because they're with you maybe this is the first time that they've actually seen what death can do to someone's life and how it can affect your everyday life so i think you know to be mindful of other people's um, emotional bandwidth it's important to simply stay in a space of gratitude when somebody has the compassion to spend their time with you Um, be thankful for that. When somebody has compassion in their heart to pick up the phone and call you, be grateful for that. When you have a person who has offered to be a listening ear, jump up and down. I'm telling you right now, jump up and down. Oh, Lord. Yes. So, remember, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And just like Franco has suggested, and just like I believe in the power of intentionality, When you're intentional about your grieving journey you will be led to a place of understanding the power of your choices and your choices I believe will lead you to a place of a different perspective you're still looking at the same situation in my case I'm still looking at the loss of Baba Sabina but i'm looking at it slowly i'm starting to see the other side i'm starting to see a different perspective whilst looking at the same situation so i suppose Wayne Dyer was right when he says when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change it's amazing perspective is everything that was my simple point by the way I've remembered something that I also came across this was just I don't know whether it's a quote or I don't know but I I read it when I was doing my inner work and basically the person said this and I can't remember who the person is so if the person is someone that you know maybe send me a message and tell me who it is because I don't want to plagiarize nothing Uh, but this is what they said you've got to learn to work with your heart cracked wide open pumping at 100 beats per minute atriums exposed veins and vessels laying like shoelaces pain is unavoidable and time is ticking don't wait for the pain to go away learn to work despite it find strength in your vulnerability i could end the vlog right now i mean the podcast right now because i think that that in and of itself just encompasses everything that i have spoken about and everything that i currently literally live by the conviction that there is strength there is power there is growth there is a lot of love in being vulnerable especially when you do it deliberately find strength in your vulnerability so i suppose My message today is very simple. It is that grief and loss will lead you to a place of challenging the ideas around who you have been all your life. Or your perceptions around how to deal with things that make you uncomfortable, make human beings uncomfortable. Human beings don't like to talk about death. You would think that the people who die are less human (laughs) than the people who are alive. It's incredible because I used to think that, of course, until death knocked at our door and i thought oh my god you know and just to be honest it's it's not you know when you don't want to engage with death it doesn't mean you're ignorant i think it just means you're a human being who would rather focus on the healthier aspects of life except now i'm that person who's on the other side and because i am on this other side i can confidently and authoritatively say that you know there is no life without death if you think about it really there is no life without death and I think that my aim and my mission and my purpose is simply to create an understanding to normalize that life without death is exactly where we are moving towards it's okay to understand that and it's perfectly okay to know that just because you are grieving doesn't mean that you stop living no you can live your life healthily and experience the process of grief in a way that is pointing you towards a higher self. I, I think I've spoken about this 10,000 times. So, again, please listen to my previous podcast. Seriously, guys. Seriously. So, another idea that I think grief does is that it forces you to not only question your convictions around pain and discomfort, but I think it also forces the power of perspective one of the things that i have developed perspective for were my ideas of independence i used to believe that you know (laughs) you know (laughs) when somebody wrongs you and then you take the biggest scissors and you just basically cut them off not literally you know like metaphorically oh yes i was the queen of doing that and um yeah when you are broken (laughs) and when life chooses you to take you through the murky waters that is grief the last uh, kind of mentality you need is to think that you know what I'm just going to go through this alone because now I can confidently tell you that a huge part of my stability or my way, my path to stability has actually been infused by the people that were intentional and are intentional about supporting me in whichever way they choose to So, my ideas, of course, about independence were completely thwarted because it helped me to develop an appreciation for being supported. And I now have a deeper appreciation and conviction that relationships are more important than individuality. They really are. It's important to value those relationships, especially um, when you are at the valley, as we grieving people are. So... What I'm saying is, people who choose to be there for you, value those people. Seriously, value them, pray for them, and hold them in a high regard. Spend time with them, and most importantly, invest in them. These are just my wisdom nuggets that I feel I should share with other people, because I truly believe that when you invest in other people, that energy comes back to you a hundredfold. But of course, when you're grieving, you don't look at it that way. But I can tell you for a fact that The people who will walk with you are few, but even though they are, pray for those people. Choose them intentionally, just like they have and they are choosing you. And, like I said, most importantly, invest in them as much as you can. Because, as I have been reminded over and over and over again, grieving is murky, grieving is confusing, grieving is shattering. When you have lived all your life with your parents, and then all of a sudden now you have to walk with a limb because one of them has transitioned, that is an extremely traumatic experience. No matter what anybody tells you, it is traumatic and it's supposed to be. And so you being vulnerable, you being scared and you feeling alone or you feeling like there are days that you literally do not even know how you're going to pick up your right hand and clasp it onto the left, those are perfectly normal and healthy feelings because you're a human being human beings don't rejoice at adversity they actually automatically run away from it so i think that today in the spirit of thanksgiving if you have been able to wake up and you've been able to take that shower or you are able to finally pick up the phone call of a friend or you are finally able to walk to the grave of your loved one and sit there longer than you typically have or you are able to look at their photographs or you are able to speak about that person without choking up in tears and even if you didn't choke in tears maybe you were drowned in tears that's okay you're a human being you're supposed to feel these emotions but most importantly the thing that i would love for you to remember is like as brene brown said we don't have to do all of it alone we were never meant to mm. i'm telling you i found my redemption in that quote so Thank you very much for joining me in today's episode. Asantenisana. Hey. Sana. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for exposing the power of this podcast. I hope that I have somewhat given you hope. And I hope that um, I will be hearing from you as I have been. And again, happy Thanksgiving. Please stay in a state of high vibration keep being thankful don't let go of gratitude if you lose everything don't lose your gratitude be thankful for the tiniest things as you move towards experiencing the greater and bigger things in your life so asante sana and see you on the next podcast bye